Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Michelle Davis. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. How's it going, Michelle? Going great. Thanks. Awesome. So um, tell us a little bit about uh, what you do. I've been a realtor with Remax Masters for about 16 years now. Uh, started out flipping houses and uh, did the real estate license just to save some money. And now I make more money doing real estate than flipping. So I don't do that anymore, but I teach my investors how to do it better. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty much uh, how it normally goes is uh, is what I always see too. Everyone is like, oh, I'm going to flip homes. Oh, wait, let me get my... my uh, license so I can go just let myself into all the new homes and then, uh, uh-huh. or all the flip homes and then go get them. So that's awesome. So when you, uh, let's back it up a little bit. So when you were little, um, did you want to be an agent when you grew up or what you, what was your plan? No, I says, I still don't know what I want to be when I grew up. <laughs> it took me about uh, 50 years to decide that when I grow up, I just want to be retired. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, love, love my job, but it's not something I would have started out to seek out. Yeah. What did you uh, do when you started out? I used to be a nuclear power plant operator and wow. a substation operator, but then quit to have kids. And that's when I started flipping and uh, buying rental properties and got the license to save some money. And here I am 16 years later. That's okay. awesome. So tell us about your first uh, rental. Did you have a rental property first? Did you have investment property first? What was your first one? Uh, a duplex that nice. we bought and uh, took care of it mostly by myself and then made some money on it. But then when we were moving out of state, I sold it off because I didn't want to run it long distance. Yeah. Did you? When I came back, we just flipped properties. My dad and I got into it together and uh, he was great to work with and taught me a lot. And I think that really helped my real estate business. My clients really like that I can go in and they're like, how do you see all these little problems so fast? I, was, well, I paid for them. <laughs> like I seen them before. Problem once and you won't miss it again on somebody else's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Um, so what, uh, so um, tell us about that first, uh, that first property. Did it uh, go as planned or did you uh, run into a bunch of mistakes and then uh, go from there? But uh, tell us about that first one the first flip property or the that duplex one, the duplex one. How did you get it? Uh, we set out with a realtor. We just knew we wanted some investments besides what we had in the stock market. And uh, somebody showed it to us. We bought it. And for the most part, it was really good. Um, like the fact that it was side by side. I don't recommend up and downs because you get too many complaints, noise and <laughs> yep. heat and everything else travels and causes problems. Uh, so we learned to stay away from those. And to really screen your tenants, because I took one that I knew from high school and she was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Don't rent to friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> the car yeah, Did you guys a... also have to flip that duplex? Is that one that you flipped as well? Not really. We did make some money off of it, but uh, just turned it over as a rental property. And I don't recall making a lot of money off of that one. Yeah. When you uh, first decided to do like an actual investment property other than just like something you flipped, um, how did that process go? Because you're probably thinking you're like, hey, rental properties, well, why not try to flip one? What was your, uh, how did that one go? Your first flip? That's how it evolves. When I bought the properties, um, they could go either way. I wanted to, when I bought them to know that 
I could flip them and worst case scenario, if they didn't sell for the price I wanted, would it hold its own as a rental? Mm -hmm. So I ended up with a handful of them that I kept because I couldn't get the prices I want. And then unfortunately we had a bunch at the top of the market that we were doing great and rolling over our equity and buying the next one. Um, and then the market crashed and we had no equity in any of them. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. How long have you been, uh, when did you get your real estate license? Uh, 2005. Nice. So you got it right before uh, 2008. Yeah. So you had a couple yeah, years before the then. Top of the slide. So I didn't have any business when it was going gangbusters. <laughs> there. <laughs> I just started and uh, cut my teeth on short sales. Yeah. So um, are you doing, uh, do you have a team now or what do you got? Uh, what do you got going on um, now? Working on starting a team. I've been flailing at that a little bit. Uh, finally got a client care coordinator started with that. And she has been a godsend. Megan is amazing. She um, is kind of my right-hand man that she takes care of all my stuff behind the scenes so I can go out and work with clients. And I am working with a coach right now, have in the past and working with a different one now to grow a team. And I said, I don't want to be the next giant agent. I yeah. just want enough so I can have an off day. And I want to teach my buyer's agents or my agents on my team how to run a business properly so they can be the best realtors they can, but also to have a balanced life because that's a difficult task in real estate and it's rough on relationships. Yeah, for sure. That's um, So when you started out, did you Join a team or um, how'd that go uh, when you started out? Nope, just started out on my own, um, like I say, to save money. And then a few friends started and then it kind of grew. Um, should have started it the proper way with getting some better coaching. So I had to kind of teach myself along the way until I went to Remax Masters. And Doris LeBeau is a fabulous coach. She helps along the way and got me uh, more off the ground than I was. But um yeah. So when you, um, so, uh, when did you get your first coach? Was she your first coach? Uh, she helped a lot. I wouldn't really necessarily call her a coach, but about two years ago, I worked with Workman Success Systems and that was good. I learned a ton through them, learned that you really need to rely on your CRM. I grew my business and have been agent of the year for multiple years without a CRM yeah. and realized that if I had one and ran my business properly, <laughs> it could be really <laughs> I know. Isn't it, isn't it crazy how that works? You're like, I've been doing this this whole entire time. I've been successful this whole entire time. And you're like, wait, I could have done way more. <laughs> well, I think I didn't intend to end up where I was. I was just doing what naturally came to me. Yeah. And then it just organically grew because people knew I did a good job and they referred me to their friends. So the majority of my business comes from referrals. Yeah. That's awesome. So our, how did the, um, how did the pandemic differ from like 2008 for you? Like when you, cause back then you probably, you, like you said, you were still kind of starting out a little bit. And um, so what did you like, how did the pandemic affect you compared to 2008? Thankfully I already had a very established business. Cause I think we had a lot of new people jump on board when the market started to turn and they were on. But if you weren't in there as a listing agent, you couldn't go out and show buyers houses. So I had some listings and I had a client base that I was working and calling and checking in on to make sure that they were okay. And uh, so I even listed one, it was built in 1900, sight unseen, we got bids on it. And I just nice. put it on to uh, solicit the interest so that when the market came back, we could go look at it and get offers on it. And I had three offers on it. And I said, well, <laughs> we're not taking uh, 
no one with an inspection clause because it's an old house and it's just going to yeah. fall apart with an inspection. I'm just not going to do it. And we got somebody to buy it sight unseen, no inspection, full price. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. It's crazy how that, uh, I mean, now it's like, this is like standard now, now that, like this year, it's like everything is now like pretty much, it's pretty much, you can think us off or go. <laughs> yeah. This, well, and it's a different market because I actually have a couple out of town clients that can't get to see their houses. I'm going to preview one this afternoon and uh, we take videos and I've had a couple people write them without actually seeing the house. They trust me enough to go in and take the videos and look at, because we only take the pretty pictures. So you got to go behind the scenes and yeah. right. <laughs> see that the backs of the doors are kicked out and yeah. <laughs> in the basement so. yeah especially uh and that probably works out pretty well because like since you did all the flip stuff and you kind of know all the like know what to look for and you're like oh the, here's this all the things that no one else would notice you can uh mm -hmm. that's probably pretty helpful for you as an agent doing like for like doing uh long distance stuff so mm -hmm. um good for you that's awesome what is some of the best advice you've gotten ever along your way um, to just do the right things. My parents taught me that. My dad was a good example. He ran his own business and uh, do the right things and good will follow. Um, you just pay it forward and it might not come back through the same channels, but good things come back and it has been very successful. Nice. What's the worst piece of advice you've ever get? Have <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe it doesn't have to be like work related at all, even if personal, anything. To go into real estate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy lifestyle. I, was, I think I've got a lot of people uh, that will ask me about it. And I says, come in and shadow me for a week yeah. and see if it's something you really want to do. Because they think <laughs> we just unlock doors and collect big paychecks and they don't see that we have to fix the title work behind. You've got a buyer and seller fighting over who's going to leave the mm -hmm. area rug. <laughs> you got all kinds of silly things that don't make sense that you're trying to fix. Yeah. But I also like problem solving. So. Nice. Yep. What's been your most memorable experience in real estate? Um, Do you have any transaction in particular that would stick out? Some just helping people. I had one that um, she she just had a really hard time getting a house. We finally found her a MISHTA program. MISHTA ran out of funds. Um we made it work anyway, and she's living in that house. Uh, the, I guess probably the most memorable one, a guy wanted a manufactured house that had 3D mold growing in the basement. It was missing its plate. It was a nightmare of an offer on what I thought was an awful house, but he absolutely adored it, mostly because it was on a to-die-for piece of property. And uh, so I told him, I says, if you want it, I'll help you get it. I'm not advising you to get it, but if you want it, I'll make it happen. And I still to this day don't know how we got one with mold and <laughs> no plates. We had to do a ton of work to research it. And he's living in that house and it's his Taj Mahal. He's got to fix it up gorgeous now. It's beautiful. Nice. Yeah, it's crazy. So let's say you had to start all over today and you had all the knowledge that you have now, but you only had a thousand dollars. How would you spend that $1,000 to get started? Uh, I, well, I think the biggest thing to start would be to get a strong mentor, but $1,000 isn't going to pay for one of those. So you're <laughs> going to have to look for a free one of those and, and pay for a good client relations management system, a CRM, and utilize it. Sweet. Awesome. 
What is one of the best uh, business books that you could recommend? I have two. Um, one's an actual business book that I just finished, Atomic Habits by yep. James Clear. And it's great because it breaks it down small because I know even in the coaching, they want to teach you to do things, but it seems so overwhelming. And this one takes teaches you to take off little bites and do it. And I think it's a much better way to grow things that isn't so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of my other favorite books is just good in life in general, but it's called There Are No Children Here by Alex Kotlowitz. And it's uh, the author follows two young boys around the Chicago ghettos and experiences life through them. And it's just a good book um, that kind of indirectly teaches empathy because it teaches you to look at how people's circumstance affect how they think and how they react. And I think that's important in life and especially in real estate because people get upset all the time. You're in front of them, so they're gonna vent on you, but you gotta realize what their circumstances are, why they're so wind, why they're so wound up, and it's usually not at you. If you can get some thick skin and realize what their problem is and what's causing it, you can solve it so much easier. That's awesome. So how can um, how can people get a hold of you? Um, I work for Remax Masters in Flat Rock, serving the Wayne and Monroe counties, and they can call me at seven three four six nine three three six nine seven. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to share with everybody before we go? Um, just, it's a great time to buy real estate. I know it's a little bit scary right now for buyers, but, uh, contact me. We can discuss the ins and outs of it. You're really not overpaying. You're paying market value right now, but because of the way the appraisal processes work, it looks like it. And it's a little bit scary out there. Great for sellers, a little scary for buyers right now, but we can help you through that and teach you how to have that winning bid. Awesome. Hey, thanks for coming on and uh, sharing your story with us today. Thank you. Have a great day. Hello? Hello? Are Hello? you there? Are you there? Are you there? Hey, guys. We just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.